What is up? This is your middle skin tone host of the XF Fantasy Football Podcast, a.k.a. your favorite whitey, Cope Squiz. <laughs> this week, we have an all-star set for my co-hosts. They have not only some of the highest points scored in our league, but one of them has bitched about his record, turned himself into the reincarnation of Karen. What's going on, Pat? Oh, what's going on, my man? Shit. I'm so excited to be back. Well, I'm trying to. I feel like I'm on here too much, but this time, you know, the Karen had to talk to the manager. I had to come on here, and I'm not going to bitch at all, man. I know Spanish football is what it is. I deserve to get all the shit I'm getting. I'm just happy to be on here with you guys. Yeah, you needed a outlet to complain more outside of, of our group chat. <laughs> The other yeah, my fingers are hurting, man. Oh, even though that, so you need to make the vocal cords real nice. But the other co-host not only scores a ton of points in our league, but when he looks into the mirror, he sees me. Get up, give it up for my doppelganger, the man that sits in first place, aka Justin Herbert, aka average white dude, aka Keaton Foster. What's up, dude? What's up, boys? It's the mysterious one here, your favorite group chat lurker, Keith. Happy to finally be on. You know, I got tired of everybody, you know, jerking off, roster baiting over my team without me every week on the pod. So <sighs> once I finally got first place, I had to join in on the circle jerk. Shout out to my two co-hosts, you know, the two-time, two-time champs. But as I know them as Lake Dallas's favorite cross-dressing drag queens. It's true. Oh. It's yeah, we now, saw that today. Good memories. Now that the photo is out. Damn you. Yeah. Damn Never you going back. <laughs> I had to I'll bring it up. Honest. We look pretty good. It's all we good, man. We might have been the best looking bitches in the photo. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Exactly. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't too unhappy seeing that picture. I, I had abs back then. Shit. Yeah, yeah me too. There's going to be a few dollars in that juice thing. Bro, I'm gonna be honest. Hey, that thing was Cody, glorious, dude. This fool sent that pack that he he gave <laughs> me a package and told me not to open it until I got back home. And of course, the fool that I am, I listened to this jokester. When I opened that shit back home, it was that fucking used G string with the handcuffs <laughs> on that front. Dang <laughs> shit! Uh, Dang, I just remember Cody. like throwing the most random yeah. shit into that box and then yeah I, I think i like went and dug that the g-string which i got at we got at spencer's if i'm correct and it had like it was leather and then it had little handcuffs that like dangled on the front yeah i still uh, remember us looking at them like when we first saw them we we're like dude you're gonna do this right okay okay <laughs> uh yeah, yeah man, we, had a, we had a lot of fun back then good time yeah man. how was that picture was that like 13, 12, 13 years old? Uh, no. no. That, was, that was definitely our senior year. Pat, I was I what? I was 16. Was... I was 16. Okay. Yeah, I was 16 no, you, you were, yeah, you and Keith were in the same grade, I want to say. You guys were juniors. That was our senior year. No, no I, was one, uh, I was one grade lower than Pat. Okay. Yeah. But I think I was only in, I don't, I think I was a junior just because of, I mean, not because of my age, just because I'd already graduated back home, I think. I don't know what 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 are you when are you from, Keith? Ninety two or ninety one? Ninety one. 
yeah, it was 2010. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I'm 91 as well. So I think we're the same age. Yeah, 90, baby. Oh, eight to state. So, but yeah, we we are a very diverse group of fans <laughs> for various NFL teams. So let's get right into week eight results. All right, man. Well, um, let me go ahead and start us off right here. And first off, we have a uh, Brodo Steelers. Um, Get bent over by, oh, dude, the undefeated, looking hella fresh. You know, Cody, get that hand away from there. Eagles with the <laughs> Steelers boys. Steelers lose 35 to 13, unfortunately. Sorry, Bert. Sorry, Bert. Sorry, Bubba. Yikes. JC's Giants. Woo! On fire Damn. up until they saw the... <laughs> Gino Smith, <laughs> Seahawks as they lose twenty-seven to thirteen. Woof. But Gino's looking like the real deal. Yeah, he's looking good. He's no Russell Wilson, but yeah, he's definitely better. <laughs> Two Seahawks Two actually soon. in first place right now. And they're weird, weird. Yeah. All right, who do we got next? So next. Next up, we got the Cowboys whooping up on the Bears, forty-nine to twenty-nine. Oh, how about them Dak boys? Yep. Dak three touchdowns. Dak definitely looked like pretty good. Now that Bears defense sucks ass. <laughs> They've traded everybody. Yep. Tony Pollard three touchdowns, hundred forty yards, running rough shot. Like the better. Meanwhile, Jerry Jones is like. <laughs> I know Jerry Jones still like. You know, we, we love Zeke. We love both our guys. Dude. It's like, bro, start the player. That sounded just like him. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Jerry Jones is the he, – he's he's the type of guy, he just – he won't accept a bad deal. Like, he won't accept that he overpaid and now he's trying to force play him. It's so fucking clear. Like, you have this guy going off a three touchdown afterwards. You're like, we go as Zeke go. Why don't we try to go as Paula goes? Because we that, did, that looked pretty good, man. Like you, we Fucking just scored idiot. 49 points without him. <laughs> yeah, but we go as Seiko. Fucking idiot. Dude. <laughs> yeah. That guy, man. Fuck, just yeah, he's just, he's so obsessed. Oh, he's, he's so, so obsessed with the marketability of Zeke and everything. Like, Dude, just imagine how much that got to haunt him that he had to fire Jimmy Johnson. And had that fucking grunge. And he has never he's never won since then. Like, yeah, he won right after, but that was still fucking because of Jimmy Johnson. It was a Jimmy Johnson team. That you you know damn well that's got to be a fucking sour apple to eat. As an Eagles fan, well, I love it. It's quite <laughs> Dude, he he can't keep living, man, right? It's like he got he to gotta be gone soon, and then we'll see some change, hopefully. But uh, yeah, everybody talks about, like, He's not got much time left, and watch that fucker will be like a hundred years old. Oh no doubt, still kicking. Zeke's no no doubt, dude. Years. <laughs> <laughs> like Zeke's been retired. Just, Let him go, dude. dude. Let him go, <laughs> dude. He, uh, he, with that fucking breakfast, man. There's no way that a fool should live that long, but I bet you he does. Like money, money oh, can buy you a lot these days, man. Rich people that literally just eat McDonald's every morning for breakfast. I want to. Can't think of the yeah fucking yeah yeah Warren Buffett Warren Buffett yeah, does Warren it as well Buffett, every fucking morning yeah the amount of Coca Cola he maybe, drinks maybe that's what that we should be, should be doing. Done. we could be billionaires what the hell are we thinking boys 
We're on a podcast at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> Talking yeah, we, about we're trying, man. Fictional football. <laughs> Living our hey. best life, boys. <laughs> let's go. All right, let's, let's move on from this kind of depressing conversation. And back to the real good stuff, the moneymakers. Yeah. Noah's Cardinals <laughs> to the Vikings. <laughs> 34 to 26. Is it just me or does Noah's team always seem to lose? It does. Uh, weird how that works out. It looks like his fantasy yeah. team right now. Oh, oh shit. Hitting where it hurts. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. now that we're talking Noah, I asked him if he wanted to be on the pod and he said, fuck, I hate fantasy. Sounds about so, right. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's having the best year. So... A little quitter. Uh, yeah. A little bit. All right, Keith, who we got next? Yeah, next up we got Dips Packers losing again, this time to the Bills, 27 to 17. Oh, man. Packers looking pretty rough. Yeah, good thing they traded for a wide receiver to help. Mm. <laughs> Too soon? Dude, I don't, I don't understand that. Too soon. Do, okay, hey. I have I have a question about the Packers. Do they have an actual owner, or is that or is that football team still owned like, by the people? They're still owned. Yeah, they're owned by like shareholders. Yeah, but they do have like so, a GM and like a majority. So they do all that stuff. Do, but yes, so they do have as much money as the rest of what. That's not the reason why they don't get anything done. Uh, I believe so. Dip probably knows a little bit more than the rest of us, right. but I I want to say they definitely have the money. But yeah, because they paid Rogers, yeah. right? They're yeah. like the majority share owner, whoever that may be, makes most of the yeah. decisions, I'm sure. Dip, mm-hmm. you can answer us in the group text with a, a dippy deep dive. But <laughs> That'd be good. We're, we'll move on to the week eight fantasy recap. We got J Dub versus Pat. Pat, you score a whopping 135 points, which is damn mm-hmm. good. Not this week. And that, unfortunately, is not good enough as J-Dub puts up 161 points against you and slaps that ass as you fall to 3-5. and five. Sorry, man. Yeah, you know what? This week was hella high scored, and, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, J- J-Dub's running backs just went off completely, man. Nothing to do there. Kamara hadn't scored a touchdown all year, I don't think, and here we go. Oh, you scored a touchdown? Man. I didn't notice. I think a few. I think a few. Oh, okay. I feel like he I was the only player. On, I feel like he was the only player on that fucking team that day. It sure but, the hell uh, looked like let, it. That's for sure. Let Let's move on to someone that actually got hurt <laughs> more than I more than I do because he actually scored. You know, he would even have whooped my ass. We here. I'm talking about uh, the great team name, our favorite man, <laughs> Team Joe. <laughs> the team Fiala. Team Fiala, Joey Fiala, and uh, Cody here. And, uh, yeah, Joe puts up 151, uh, which, you know, that would usually get you the dub. Some some weeks, I believe that would probably give you a high point. But uh, Cope's team, holy shit, boys. Holy shit. 187, man. Moving right up to that second place. And um, I feel like the ranks are starting to show um, show the, the truth for the teams this year. And uh, I believe we have the right seating right now in the top. Good job, boys. Thanks, Bubba. Yeah, as as the as the first quarter was going on, 
Hertz hits Brown for his like second <laughs> touchdown pass. And then and then CD CD hits or catches his touchdown and I was like, shit, there's high point for Cody this week, like in the first or second quarter. It was over. Dude. Yep, and CMC hadn't even played yet. Then he gets three dubs, mm-hmm. three touchdowns. Dude, you had AJ Brown with Triple three touchdowns. Oh my god. CMC with three, yes. Hertz with four. Dude, that was CMC's that second game. Second fucking game with that team. Like I, I feel like we might see that he was held down like a lot in, in Carolina and this guy is gonna go off. I mean they have we'll one of the see, best offensive yeah, exactly. minded coaches. Yeah. Um, he gotta love it. And when they're nice weather. And when they're healthy, they'll have Ayuk, Kittle, Debo, McCaffrey. Yeah, also Debo is out, so that probably helps gonna... too. Yeah. Who are you going to defend there? I, yeah, I feel like you have to put them as a Super Bowl contender now. Like, I really feel like CMC was that better. They paid X Factor over the top, man. Did they really? Yeah. That's a, a I don't feel of, like it was oh, that much. That's a lot of picks. They very much so was. A lot of picks. True, like you can still get great players in the later round. They already round, traded yeah. their first round pick to which went to Miami. Miami traded yeah. that one for uh, Bradley yep. Chubb, and then they traded their second, third, fourth, and I want to say fifth in twenty, like twenty twenty four. But they did a second, third, and fourth, so their first pick next year is going to be in the fifth round. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, Niners, unheard Dolphins, of. Yeah. Rams. That's the year you take. Niners, Dolphins, Rams. About draft picks. Yeah, that's the fucking draft picks. <laughs> We're gonna go with the Rams. Ideal, it'll work out okay. for them. What's our next matchup, Keith? So next one, we got D versus Dre. This was one of the closest matchups of the week, with the man with the short wiener coming up just short, as D wins this one by 16 points, inches out away from last place, breaking <laughs> Dre's spirit after breaking his bones all those years ago. Oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Rip. Uh. Dip and Loeb uh, talk about decimated teams. <laughs> Woof. Uh, Loeb puts up a whopping 81 points. And Dip wins by almost 50. Oof. Oof, oof, oof. Yeah. I, I don't think we'll go into Loeb's team. No. Let's, no, I'm sure we'll bring it up later anyway. So let's not... We also talk don't about know which team to talk about because the team's changed so much. See, Mick used to have players that I wanted to trade for, but now I'm like, I'm not oh. interested in anybody, bro. Yeah, dude, exactly. I, I, exactly. I guess everyone used to think that, and everyone got what they wanted because he's not, he's not, he's a yes man, not a no man. Okay, you better fucking believe it. If you want to trade with that fool, that fool is he's open for business. Where yeah. you, you have you have people like D that's like you text him. Instantly, uh, yeah, I'm open. Everything is for sale except, you know, these three players. And then you're just like, okay, well, those were the threes I was going after, so no need wasting my time. With Lope, you will ask the same question. Everything is for sale, bro. Everything. Fire sale. Fire sale. Fire sale. No, I, I do believe, of course, he's trying to get good deals. He just overthinks it. Yeah. And he keeps questioning himself. That's what I like. Because I do feel like after multiple trades, he has had some good teams 
in between, but now it just seems like it has gone completely to the shitter. Yep. So, all right. So yeah, much Vic, Vic was right. Vic was right. That fool just needs to play FanDuel and draft clean, Kings like during the week and just yeah. leave this team alone. I really think so. I played it last year. I think it can help his uh, his little get his little fix there. So yeah, so I much for not talking about my it. Dynasty <laughs> a guy dropped and figured that would help, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not. All right. Well, so much for t- not talking about mixed team. Uh, <laughs> next next up, we had uh, Noah and Keith, and um, well, you know, Keith just kind of keep putting the domination to everyone, I feel like. But, hey, he actually did have a pretty pretty low-scoring week for him this week, uh, 144. That's actually below his standard, yeah, I think. <laughs> but, hey, as long as you go up against Noah that is, is fighting to get over the, that those 110, well, Keith gets it done, of course, and he moves up to that first spot that he's been dreaming about for so long. Yes, sir. So next up, we got Bird first JC. We got Mr. Former first place. That fool gets eaten up by the by McCracken as Bert waddles his way to 500. JC loses by 10 points as Monte Parker puts up a fat goose egg after getting hurt like almost instantly. Sorry, Squiz. Yeah, it was like a first play. Yeah. It's rough, dog. Yeah. That was tough. Really tough. Well, um, last but not least, we have um, a pretty important matchup here for the rankings. We had Vic versus JT, and um, we all fucking knew this was going to happen, boys. We all knew it. We call the pest control so often. <laughs> they come out here so fucking often, man. But these cockroaches, they keep coming back, and they just fucking won't stop. And, of course, JT, he even put up, I think, yeah, like 133. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know... See, that's the thing. Vic didn't just win because of a bad matchup, like a good matchup. He actually fucking put up points, and that's why now I, I still have him coming up. And I've looked at the next weeks, so I'm like, shit, here we go. I have him around those weeks where he usually really heat up, and now I'm like, if I, you know, if you just played him early in the season. But uh, somehow he has managed to build himself a pretty decent team. Um, congrats to Vic. Yep. Props when it's done, do you know when it's due? I guess. <laughs> yeah, El Cacaroche, he's back. Mm-hmm. All right, boys, let's keep this bad boy moving as we get into the trades. We're gonna do the trade deadline. We have to talk about real trades, uh, which felt like fantasy cool. football. That real GM. Like, literally went a little bit crazy. We saw the most trades ever. Um, And so, in the biggest move, the Dolphins end up sending the 49ers' former first-round pick for 2023 and a 2024 fourth round for the beater, Chase Edmonds, and Chase Edmonds, for Bradley Chubb and a 2025 fifth-rounder. I think that's going to make the Dolphins definitely contenders. I love it. Mm-hmm. The Chubbinator. The Chubbinator. Yes. Yeah, they need somebody to help get Holmes and Josh Allen to the ground. Yep. I 
think, it's just an arms yeah. race. Yeah, they were one of the lowest sack pre um, totals in the entire NFL. I think Phillips, the other outside linebacker, will ultimately start getting mm-hmm. to the quarterback more often now too. So it was a great pickup so, for him. Uh, so next up, we got the Lions trading away TJ Hawkinson for a 2023 fourth and conditional 2024 fourth to their division rival, the Vikings, for a second next year and a 24, 2024 third round pick. Hmm. Super weird. It seems so. Uh, huh. Like, yeah. in, in, in division for a young, I mean, he was a, I want to say a top. 10 pick. Um, I want to say he was like number like six or seven or something like that overall. Eight maybe. Um, but for a second, yeah, you can't blame him, especially with Earth going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can keep. Yeah, Detroit's like, oh, we'll let you pay this guy. <laughs> oh, <Cheap> yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a top you know, but... seven tight end in the NFL, if not higher. Decent, decent price. We'll see how it plays yeah. out. But Irv Smith is is done though. On the Vikings. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to see it. I'm pretty excited to see if how he will actually, you know, connect with uh, Kirk Cousins. If like I don't know if Kirk Cousins usually likes tight ends. It hasn't seemed like that uh, for a while. But maybe now that he gets a better one. Well, Good go look at go look at Hawkinson's picture. Like he looks like. From when he started in the NFL to now, he looks like an actual Viking. So he, he just <laughs> he knew he, he knew it was going to happen. But yeah. all right, well, um, the Steelers they go ahead and uh, send my boy. He's on my team apparently. Claypool to the Bears for a tw- um, next year's second round pick, mm-hmm. and the Bears trade is it Roquan? Is it Roquan Smith? Yep. To the Ravens yep. for a second and a fifth. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't really I'm not really sure what I think about. Like I was a little bit confused why the Bears all of a sudden traded to make the team better. It seemed like they were kind of tanking a little bit. Um, so I was a little bit confused about that trade. Uh, Roquan Smith, uh, I th- like that Ravens defense needs some help for sure. And I mean that guy has been a freaking baller this year for a second and fifth. I feel like that's a pretty good deal for the Ravens if they can get, you know, especially multiple years out of him. I, I don't know what his contract's like, but he's definitely yeah, a baller. So. Contract still. And so that was one of the other reasons. He wanted to get paid. He must held out at the okay. end of the yeah. – or at the start of the season. Okay. So. Didn't he, didn't he kind of hold out too when he was drafted, like to get that original rookie deal, I think? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I see. honestly not positive. I just know the more recent – so the Ravens are going to pay him. I mean, oh yeah, they got to pay him and Lamar. So I don't know if they're going to be able to afford both of them like that. So we'll see how that plays out. You think he's they're going to use a, the old Jerry Jones move and try to you know pay the other guy so he can't pay the other Zeke one? And... Fucking idiots! <laughs> like what was it? Jalen Smith was that the guy that we paid just to yep. use him as a pawn basically? And I'm like, what the fuck is this dude? Like Dax yeah, agent did not fall. Dex agent. Yeah, I, I want to say kudos to Dak agent. Dax agent, by the way, he freaking played Jerry Jones like 
Oof, no. That was horrible. Got him. I hope Jerry Jones doesn't really? listen to this podcast because he has a lot of money, and I feel like we've been shitting yeah, on him today. Good chance, <laughs> he probably listens to this. <laughs> Oh, yeah, seriously, like I'm suing you boys for defamation. Damn it! I to listen to this shit. <laughs> oh, you're good. All right, Keith, what do we got up next? Next up, we got the Falcons. They send FanDuel parlay <laughs> addict Calvin Ridley to the Jags for as high as a fifth in 2023 and as high as a second in 2024, depending on like how much he plays, if he's re-signed long-term, et cetera. So. Absolutely crazy deal. Like it could be a fifth or, a, you know, fourth or a third or a second, which is pretty mm-hmm. bad. I mean, I it's think it's a, a great, great move for the Jags, but I think it eventually will probably be a third or a fourth rounder. Yeah, pretty random as hell, but really good player. Like last time I mean, he was actually just, playing, he ended up with fifth in overall like receiving yards. So, I mean, he's definitely yeah. a great player. Uh, I just, wh- why do they do that right now? Like, can can they just do that in the off season? He, he's not going to be playing. Yeah, maybe his price goes up then, though, if they unsuspend him. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't know. Probably the buy. Oh yeah, of- was open. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Like if because if he's eligible eligible for next game, then of course he's a lot more. Like he should be more expensive, right? Yeah. But then again, I mean, I mean you already know when he's going to be eligible right now. And that's kind of why I'm like, it, yeah. To me, it just, it's just yeah, it just seems a little bit. Let's weird to be me. real. It's like to if you think about it, too, the Jags straight up paid uh, Christian Kurt, you know, twenty million dollars, which you know screwed up the entire wide receiver market. Obviously, you know, was pretty good at the beginning of the season, but um, the Jags can't bring any, you know, people. Do you think? Um, do you think some teams money or you know getting a trade? Happens. Do you think some teams overpay, um, like overpay players to like kind of set a new market so it will be because harder for other teams? Yeah. I mean, so it'd be harder for other teams to keep their superstars because obviously, oh, these players are definitely better than. Kirk. You also have to think about like certain markets. Like the Jags have a pretty shitty market where, you know, their fan base is below average. They have a really cool stadium. You know, they've been talked about going overseas, uh, and no, like no high, like all their free agents that are really good have come because of the money. Like the the linebacker. Yeah. Gonna, you know, I gotta have to pay to get people. Yeah, became one of the highest paid. Yeah, they got our like, Yeah, that makes sense. You want to come? That's what they have to do. They have a young, you know, quarterback and running back now that are on very cheap deals, and so they can spend the money, you know, to put tools around them. And obviously, Calvin Ridley is just that. So unfortunately, they ain't gonna see him this year. But yeah, Miami, hopefully, he can stay. Yeah, I'll take this one. Miami sends uh, Jeff Wilson to the Bills for a fifth. The Colts sends Naheem Hines to the Bills for next year's sixth rounder and Zach Moss. Yeah, I still don't. I, just, yeah, I still, still don't, don't get it. it fully. 
I still haven't heard yeah. back from the GM. You know, like <laughs> where you at? Where you at, Dip? Like, what the? I need Hispanic. I need some explanation here. Hispanic owner. <laughs> I don't know. We overheard. I dude, I at least listened to that voice recording of Berto at least four to five times. I'm I not kidding. Twice. It was I, I cracked up the way that he's, okay. he he the way that he pronounced my name was fucking hilarious. Patrick. <laughs> yep. But meanwhile, players like Kareem Hunt, Cam Akers, Brandon Cooks, which that was a huge surprise, or Lobes. Golden Child, a.k.a. Elijah Moore, all stayed on their respective teams. Unfortunately, those guys didn't get moved. Um, Crazy. But it is what it is. And so we actually do have one trade that happened in our league. So we'll get one? into just Uno. Um, I believe I talked about the other ones. Um, they all happened on the same day they recorded last week. But surprisingly, only one one trade happened. And so this oh, is wow. one we got. We'll move into trade galore. All right. We got it between Dip and you guessed it. Lobadobe. Oh. As Lobson. I know. Deontay Johnson, Miles Sanders, Jeff Wilson, and Jamichael Hasty to Dip for DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams. Romeo Dobbs and Hunter Henry. Fellas, I got a take, but I'm going to hear y'all's take first. Keep quick thoughts. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty much just a garbage swap, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but no, not bad. Mick was actually, he was trying. Yeah, that, that day, Mick was trying to, he was trying to move uh, Johnson and Sanders to me. And. Dang. I was, well, not Sanders. Yeah, but. yeah. He was trying to move those guys, and he wanted like a couple running backs. And I was like, I don't know. Let me think about it. And then, you know, check my phone, and what do you know? He's sending him to freaking Dippy. I'm like, I text him every time. He's like trying to trade with me, and then he trades with somebody else. I'm like, you're a little trade slut. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> called out. Shit. <laughs> <clears throat> well, um, you text me earlier, bro. Uh, well, I don't really know about this trade. I feel like, I mean, I don't know about DeAndre if he's gonna. Uh, he didn't look too good last game, um, so I think he's gonna be dealing with that headache between Jamal Williams and DeAndre, and that's. I guess I don't really. Yeah, I feel like I don't see why Mick really wanted to do this trade. So I guess I would say they'd probably win it in my view. It's because, I mean, Miles Sanders, he's behind one of the best O-lines. We don't really know what Jeff Wilson is going to be doing now that he's getting moved. It could become a 50-50 split. We don't know. Even more than that, so we'll see. It's not crazy bad, but I would probably have picked dip side just to stay with that. But we know he's a little – he likes them trading, you know. He got to get the fix, so. Yep, we need it. Got to scratch the <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Dipside as well. Deontay Johnson is going to still be a wide receiver too moving forward. And then Miles Sanders, um, even as Eagles fan, he's you know, up and down. But this year he's been really great and hasn't been sharing the ball as, as, you know, as expected um, with the other two backs. But Wilson, hasty, or hasty I like because he's ETN's um, 
Yeah. It's smart to grab him as well. But yeah, yeah. Globe, I think, just continues to dig himself a grave. I mean, for for their team's purpose, I definitely feel like Dibs actually makes – it just makes a lot of sense. Like, he basically gets a more safe RB2 – he gets Ethian's backup. As you just said, he definitely, like, Johnson is a solid wide receiver. You can definitely plug and play. And then, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm definitely more for Dip. Yeah. yeah. I think Dip had to make a move, too. So. Yeah, not bad. In the middle of the pack, I think that kind of helps boost him up. But let's get into the waiver wire pickups. We're going to talk about the top five most money spent. Who we got first. First up, we got Mr. Nice Guy, Team Joe Fiala. He drops 35 bucks on the Buckeye Justin Fields, outbidding his league polar opposite, Mr. Vice Guy, aka Team Vic Lugo, by 33 bucks. Next up. <laughs> Next up we have Keith. He spends uh, 35 on the on the boy that beat him earlier this year. Uh, with with, uh, with the next closest bit being seven bucks, um, I like this pickup. Especially they just sent away Hines. We don't really know what that backup is gonna be like. Uh, I don't think I would have bid that much. Honestly, I fell asleep before the waivers. Those the, the waivers I did, I put in early, and I, I always just do that, and I go back and just adjust the bit that I actually want to put, and I I crashed. Then I woke up at one a.m. to piss. <laughs> And I was like, shit, I fell asleep. So I brushed my teeth. I was like, oh, good. Then I can still get to change my bits and that's some waivers. I crashed right when I hit the bed again. <laughs> well, hey, I got I got the boys. I wanted so. But yeah, I think that's a great pickup. Yeah, yeah with Heinz out, I was, like, I was like, man, I need to pick up this guy. Jonathan Taylor is another ankle tweak away from exactly. being on the bench. And, and what does he do today at practice? Tweaks his ankle. So Dude. I was kind of bidding with myself there, but... But yeah, can't really oh, complain. Yeah. I was the uh, next highest bid at seven dollars, but I wanted to move it up, but I didn't have any room on my bench for him. I should yeah. never drop that one. Great pickup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pick Pat, Pat did pick him up to beat me, you know, a few weeks ago, and I was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna let that again. <laughs> I get that. The trauma. <laughs> next up, we got Pat spending. A whopping 31 bucks on C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He's put up three straight games of 15-plus points. Oh, yeah. He's looking good. Sir, the Eagle, baby. Come on. Might as well yeah. be an Eagles fan at this point. Come on. Is, is, yeah, is it Johnson? And... And, who's the other Eagles corner, Cody? He's a safety. Um, but Oh, yeah. The other safety is Marcus Epps. Yeah, yeah, I, I was just I, both, both Eagles corners like rated one and two kind of pro football yeah, focus yeah. grades. Yeah, Slay and Bradbury, they're they're up there. Yeah, I want to say they're both on like the top five currently. Yeah, um, I kind of like I like the schedule. I like that the Eagles will clearly be playing uh, ahead, so they they their opponent will often have to throw more. He's clearly been solid, and man, after two weeks for like two point five points from your DB. I, I that's what that's why I paid so much, man. I was just like, I'm not gonna fucking lose this like a solid guy. <laughs> Watch him put up two points, of course. But hey, you gotta yeah. try. And uh, that's basically the, the next reason why I did this. I dropped another thirty-one 
uh, on another IDP falling out here, uh, and that's I can't. I'm not gonna. Who can help me with this name? He, he plays for the Seahawks. <laughs> I just thought it was too. That's that's all right. But... Okay, and uh, with the next bit, closest bit from Cody at zero. Well, Buckaroo, baby. That's, that's be- you. Did, you probably didn't think that anyone was gonna bid then. You liked him enough to make a bid. That's what matters. No, I also put like three bids in on IDP defensive alignment, and <laughs> if my first one fell through. He's my next. I want to say my next or second or third guy. Oh, gotcha. Always have that backup plan, baby. And to round things out of the top five, Mr. Nice Gay Guy Joe <laughs> grabs South Korean kicking superstar Youngho. Oh, young way, cool. Young way, is it? I thought it was Youngho. Is it Young way? It's it's Young way. It's spelled like Youngho though. I'm not I'm not very <laughs> cultured as you guys can see. Uh, Keith also picks up. I know I'm an uncultured swine. Uh, picks up Caleb Huntley for twenty one bucks. Just edging out Pat for sixteen. Buckaroos. All right, everyone's somewhat favorite thing to talk about, as long as your players not mentioned, the injuries of the week. Here we go with the first one. Lobodog, he strikes again as the as Green Bay Packers wide receiver Christian Watson ruled out in the ruled out in the first half of Sunday night's game with with a concussion. Loeb wasn't done there, though. Irv Smith goes to IR. It's like Lobodob, the curse, man. Give these boys a chance. For real, dog. Oh, shit. Oh, they never had a Pick chance. Pick them up, like, literally. Like, and then five minutes like, later, you got a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, dude. Uh, it's real. It's real. You know, you know that if if my son ever gets to play in the NFL, I got, I, I have to, and we still play, I have to pay Loeb not to pick him up, that's for sure. Dude, that's when you just draft him first overall, you're like, come on, dude, leave my son out of this. All right. Well, next up, um, unfortunately, this is a big one, Los Angeles Rams. It was fucking, it was such a tight game, guys. Cooper Cup, unfortunately, ended his ankle on the, the six, on a six-yard cast when they were losing. 31 to 14, and I think it was like one of the last plays of the games. So, um, yeah, sure. you know, the fantasy owners love that. Yeah, every cup owner got scared. He's supposed to play this week, so hopefully it's not too bad. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's a tough one. Next up, we got Mr. Always Hurt, Rashad Bateman. He's out a few weeks after re aggravating his foot injury. And then Cordero Patterson, he was designated to return to practice, so that opens up the 21-day window for him to possibly return. So we'll see what happens there in Atlanta. Yep, yep. Um, and as mentioned earlier, Jonathan Taylor re-aggravated his ankle injury in practice today, uh, leaving this week's status up in there. So hopefully that doesn't happen because Keith does not need any more power on his team, which is a great segue into our power rankings. Let's get into the week nine power rankings. Pat, I'm going to get you to go 
to the top seven, starting from seven going, or yeah, starting at seven going up, and then Keith, I'll get you to do the eight and downwards to the <clears throat> bottom feeders. Dang! So we're starting with the top dogs, and uh, all right. Well, right here at the bubble, we got um, JT four and four sitting right there where his teams seem to belong. We'll see if he can make it in right there. Right above him, Joe Fiala. He, Joe Fiala does have less points again, so the tiebreaker would go to J, JT there, so he does have a good chance. Um, five and three for Joe. Dip right above with the five and three. Then we have J-Dub with five and three. We've got JC, six and two. Cody, six and two. And your top dog, Keith, with six and two. Your boy. Now sits in the Iron Throne. About damn time. <laughs> we'll uh, see how long that lasts. Scrape the bottom so of next, the barrel. Yeah. Let's see. Yep, starting at eight and going down, we got Birdo sitting at four, four on four right outside the playoff bubble. He's won two weeks in a row on the incline. Next to nine, we got Andre. Just lost a game, four and four. Had a bunch of tough injuries, especially on the Ravens. Next up, we got Pat. He takes a tough loss down to three and five, sitting at number 10. Tough spot there, Pat. Still in uh, a Darius finally. Yeah. Darius finally, you know, gets up out of, out of the last bottom feeder spot, two win streak, or one win streak, two and six, jumps up two spots. Then we got old Noah, two and six at the 12 spot. And then team, team Vic Lugo, your boy, moves up to spot out of last place for team. And then, and then everybody's favorite bottom feeder, no surprise, the addict himself, Michelob, two and six, rounding out the, the bottom feeders. We'll see if someone someone's going to submit themselves at the bottom this week, that's for sure. Let's talk about High Point. I definitely want to hear about High Point this week. Anyway. Oh, are you sure about that? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was leaving. I was letting you hang there for a little bit. Um, yeah, we could. We all know it. We all know it, baby. We all know it. It wasn't me. It wasn't Keaton. Wait, what? It wasn't anyone else. It was your boy, Cope Squeeze. One eighty-seven. Twenty-five dollars for your boy. Buy yourself a you better treat? mic. Kidding. So you got rich. the best. <laughs> I'm so rich. <laughs> Don't tell the wife, bro. Spend that money on yourself. Yeah, I ain't telling her. That money's already been spent. <laughs> Expected. Scratching your neck like, can I get that shit right now? <laughs> I'm going to need that real quick, Dip. <laughs> <laughs> dip has my Venmo. <laughs> shit. And unfortunately, we got the low point of the week, aka walking the plank, the man that is no longer on the Iron Throne, your boy, JC, with 115.98 points, earning the title of shittiest team. Sorry, Squiz. Your boy Keith will keep the Iron Throne nice and warm for you. Damn. Shots fired. 
Just a re- real quick recap of this year's total winners. We got Loeb with zero, JT with zero, Joe with zero, Noah with zero, Vic, Dre, D with zero, JC at 125. He got the 100 for last man standing. Myself at 25, Bert at 25, Dip at 25, J-Dub at 25, Keith at 25, and your boy Pat at 50. Thank you, boys. I'd have to say I feel like there was a random change here. Keith finally snug in his high point out of nowhere. That was crazy. And there we go. Yeah, apparently all you have to do is uh, tweet a sleeper, and they just correct the stats. All right, we're finally here. It's who you got, baby? All right, week nine matchups. Pete, who's on the first of our docket? So first up, we got JC versus your boy Cobes in the wet back versus stab you in the back bowl. In the battle for That's second wrong. place, your boy Cody's in by week hell. He's got McCaffrey, Barkley, Lamb, and Pickens all on by. Um, yeah, some of your fill-ins at running back are kind of tough, so I'm going to have to go with JC in this one. Oh, damn, bro. I thought we were boys after that. Just no, I had to die, boys. This is why I came on the puck, boys. Here we fucking go. I'm so sick and fucking t- – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, let's just move on. <laughs> now, do we, comment, do we commentate a little bit on it or do we just move on? Do you want to say a few words about the matchup, Copes? How are you feeling yeah, about it? I, I mean, I definitely in a ton of buys. I think I still have a decent chance. We'll yeah. see how my rest of my yeah, squad he, turns out. We should know a little bit more by Thursday night after the Eagles. I got yeah. three Eagles yeah, in my sure. lineup, so we'll see. Depends yeah. on the third I will, back for sure. Yeah, and I will say, I mean, JT actually did just have, you know, lose two of his pretty good players, so... Yeah. If you yeah, had to, if you had to pick, if you had to pick the week that you would want all your play, pay, players on by, you would probably pick this week over next. I, I feel like you're gonna lead, definitely need them flow. next week. Yeah, but sure. <laughs> yeah, my lucky <laughs> ass sure. face you at full strength. <laughs> yes, sir. Real nice. All right. Well, moving on, moving on to the next one. We got uh, J Dub versus Dre and the Valedictorian versus. <laughs> Val Dick Shortian. LOL. <laughs> Val Dick Shortian. Nailed this it. Shortian. I felt like I actually nailed that one. Thank you, Keith, for setting me up for success there. Got it. Um, moving into the team. Um, yeah, I mean, I just faced J-Dub, and that wasn't really much fun. <laughs> I feel like Henry and Camara. God, yeah. Henry and Camara... I'll say they're getting close to kind of um, probably Cody's RB combo. I'll, almost, I'll put them up there because Kamara. God, if he can start being what he used to be, then those two are probably the two of the most solid running backs in the league. Yeah, um, I think Dre's team, he has to count a lot on Hill and Andrews. That's definitely his, um, his different makers. I think I'm going to go with J-Dub in this one. I just feel like Dre's team is very, it has a very good floor, but I feel like J-Dub's, J-Dub's team just has a lot more upside. So going with J-Dub in this one. 
Nice, nice, nice. All right. Number three on our docket, we got Pat versus JT in the cannoli, or cannoli versus the eggplant, a.k.a. small penis versus what everyone oh. assumes as a big wiener. All right. Let's see who's going to stick it in this week. Pat, as of right now, you got James Cook in your lineup, obviously with the Heinz trade. I'm a little weary about that decision. Maybe you're going to change it up. And then you also Garrett Wilson against that tough Buffalo defense. you got a ton of really tough matchups um, this week, and he does not. Um, <laughs> it looks like Eno Benjamin will end up getting the start again um, oh. with James Conner possibly not playing. And so that just gives a little bit more strength to JT, so I'm going to go JT this week. Sorry, bub. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> now you're hey, everyone everyone loves a good underdog. Make it Here we go. Everyone counted against me. Um, no one believed in me against Keith, so I'll take it. We also don't want to hear it the start of the week, so wait what? That means the repeat is incoming. Mm-hmm. Next up we got Joe Zip in the guy who'd give the shirt off his back. Versus the guy who has no back left to give, Bull. <laughs> Such a great name. So, yeah, when I was writing this, writing this, this was the closest closest projected game of the week. Uh, it had Dippy eking out a win by two points. Right now, I think it's like up to seven. But um, yeah, I'm guessing Cup will play through his ankle injury. He didn't practice today, but. You know that fool's going to be out there if he can. And I'm going to have to go with with Dippy here. All right. I can see that. Yep. Hawkinson, it's be a good one. Hawkinson, he's on a new team. And, you know, Fields is playing good, but we'll see. Yeah, it's a pretty important matchup. I think they're both sitting there at 5-3, and three, so... Yeah, we definitely have a lot of close uh, decision, like ranked decision makers this week. Um, next up, we got uh, D versus Noah and the the Kyrie Irving Invitational Blacks versus Jews Bowl. <laughs> and um, <laughs> here uh, we got a. I feel like we got a tough one here. Um, I don't know why these predictions. I do believe a little bit in predictions, and for some reason Noah is predicted to win way higher, and he still hasn't filled out his spot. Oh, he has a lot of buys still in. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I think Noah's team has been... It's just been hard for them to putting up points, if I remember correctly, and uh, Dees are usually not really struggling with putting up points. He just had a lot of his stars on buy last week, and he ended up doing very well. He was predicted to get an ass whooping, and he won pretty big, as I recall it. So I'm going to go ahead and just kind of go with momentum here and believe that this team is going to put up a good amount um, and Noah is going to fight to get over the, the 100 to 110. Yeah. Sorry. It's a huge 110 number. Um, next up, the second to last game, we got Burt versus Keaton, the McCracken versus the McCracker. 
This one, Bert, I, I want to pick you because you got Kirk Cousins, which obviously is getting a little bit more weapon. You got some some good matchups. You unfortunately are starting Terrence Marshall, which you know sure. could be you know a good play. Could not, I don't know. Um, but Keith, you know we we hear it almost every week. Um, that your team's, you know, pretty solid. Matt, Matt Judon, killing it for you. Dude's, like, pretty much getting a sack per week. Uh, you picked up Shaq Leonard, Shaq, um, Leonard, a.k.a. Darius Leonard, um, which actually is playing for someone. I think he's been on, like, four teams, um, my, myself included. Um, but I'm going to go key on this one as much as I want um, Burt to win. Unfortunately, I'm going to go with Keith. My boy. All right. Next up, we have Vic versus Loeb in the Adderall Panhandler Toilet Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) So we got our two addicts here in the battle for the Toilet Bowl. Likely the loser ending up in last place. And sorry, Mick, but I'm going to have to take your ick brother, Victor, here. You're... Mix, he's having to start both Detroit running backs, which Swift is questionable. And even Dan Campbell said Swift had one too many touches last week when that fool only had five touches. So uh, he picked up Thomas, who, you know, he was on the street and he's questionable too. You know, Vic's riding the Dante Foreman train. He's got my boy Lockett that I traded to him. We had a nice game last week after dropping that one touchdown. So I'm just going to have to go with old, old team Vic Lugo here. El Cacaroche. Okay. Bold, bold take, but seen him do it again. We've all seen it. Will it happen again? But let's move on. That was the who you got, baby. Week nine matchups. We're going to move on to some fun questions. We're going to do four questions. First three pretty decently quick. Uh, but, fellas, I want you to pretend. Take a moment and pretend your beloved, shitty ass Dallas Cowboys don't exist. If you had to choose one NFL team, which team would you be rooting for other than the Cowboys? Oh, well, I guess I'll go first. Uh, yeah, see, I never really had a chance to pick the team I voted for, so this one is... I should probably take this answer very serious, but right now, it's not until this year, but right now, I like Miami. I feel like that's very entertaining. I've been saying multiple times that I believe that Tyreek Hill is probably the best receiver in the league, and he just keeps showing it. So, yeah, I would go with them. It's fun to watch, and I believe they are legit contenders. Nice, nice. Yeah, if I had to choose, uh, I'd go with the New Orleans Saints. You know, New Orleans is always a always a good time. Saints, you know, that black and gold, it's a pretty good color scheme. And Louisiana, our neighbor to the east. So I think that's a pretty easy conclusion, you know, because nobody wants to fuck with any Houston teams. So got to go New Orleans. Understandable. 
Understandable. Yeah, um, I I think when I was thinking about this question, I, I immediately jumped to you know an AFC team because I don't ever want to choose an NFC team. And so I'm going to go with the Chargers. I loved watching LT as a kid. Um, you know, obviously coming from TCU, um, watching college football, and then him going to the Charger. Dude, dude was a beast. And then you know, Junior Seau, all that jazz. And then oh, old old. Uh, I have a million children. Philip Rivers mm-hmm. um, was there for for a good while. Um, plus, I love the powder blue jerseys things are are beautiful hard to beat those um they really are i want to say personally they're my my favorite of all time um, i like them pretty eagles jerseys i do like i do like the the kelly green those are probably my top That's five okay. all time too oh shit but i might be a, a big take right there plus all these Cowboys fans probably would absolutely agree with that. Anyways, we're moving on. Question two, who, which I did not make this question, but who is the best fantasy players, plural, so you can name two or more if you like, um, in the league? Oh. oh, I believe, I mean, I have to say, <clears throat> I'm going to go, I mean, obviously, I think Cody and Keats. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I think we have a lot of really, really good players. We have some that always seem to be towards the bottom. And I feel like we have some, a few that's around the middle, towards the top. You know, they're going to make, they can, they, they usually get into the playoff. And then we have the teams that goes all the way, um, get into the championship pretty, uh, or at least into the playoff pretty often often have a chance to compete for the bias and as far as i've been a part i can really only talk for that i'm gonna say it's been a coat and keat i would i have most have to kind of hate playing against and i feel like in the playoffs i've been in it's usually come down to that clearly keat put up a fucking (laughs) show last year in the final and i didn't for sure not believe i was going to be able to pull that through after the that final you had but yeah, and you're here, and right again, you know, it only backs it up. You both are here again, one and two, so. Yep. Yeah, it seemed the obvious choice for me. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, that final last year, I put up like 160-something, and Pat goes over here and scores 195 in the championship game. I was like, damn. <laughs> Fucking Rashad Penny. Mm. <laughs> Still <laughs> <laughs> Still better. Those Seahawks running backs, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I had my good fortunes the last two years. I shouldn't be complaining as much as I am doing this year. Yeah, that's, what you, that's why I have to call myself a true Karen in this situation. <laughs> well, I appreciate the love. Um, for me to add to the three-man circle jerk here, I'd, I'd have to take probably Cody and Pat. Um, <laughs> Like we, just, like we were just talking about, you know, Cody's, Cody's here and in second place, waiting in the wings, hoping I drop a spot. And then Pat, he's uh, two, you know, two championships in two years. Cody's got two. So the two time, two times. So yeah, I might have to go with you two boys. Dang. I don't know. I don't know if I consider myself. I don't know. I, it's just 
that last place, that's still kind of, I feel like that's hard to get off your resume. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's kind of, that's my, and, and I again, mean, I mean, shit, I, I have a chance to get last place this year right now. You know, that's, that's why. I think I everybody, your first year, obviously, I want to say you had like the highest, like one of the highest points scored and obviously went against high, high point each week. Kind of sucked. Kind yeah, of I remember that. Yeah, week. I remember that was kind of like and this year. Yeah, going from you know last to to first to first is not not bad. Like you, yeah. every, you set the floor really low for yourself, um, and then I think the next year everyone's kind of expectation was like you know this dude was in the dress last year, and um, and no one thought you would re- repeat, and you've done just that. And hey. so definitely kudos to you. Um, Shout out yeah. for making that uh, punishment so easy, by the way. Holy shit, that was definitely the easiest punishment I've heard of in this. Yeah, Y'all didn't even make me wear that dress out. Like, it was just the a roast. The guys. roast was, yeah, the roast was rough. The roast was fucking fun. <laughs> um, definitely enjoyed that. That was something. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. I, I probably enjoyed yeah. too much um, than the average person, but it is what it is. Uh, I just, I, I don't want to like continue the circle jerk, but I'm, I'm gonna, ch- I'm just gonna change the two of you as well. Else. But I'm also, uh, I'm also gonna go um, and add a third. That way, everyone yes, listens to this. Ain't, um, because you know we got jizz all over ourselves uh, talking about <laughs> each other. Um, I, I, I think JC actually knows what he's doing. Um, I think early sure. on in the early years he definitely was like you know middle to lower pack uh, but you know, he does have one championship on his on his resume uh, but he's been consistently i'd say like a top six 16 uh you know year in year out and so um yeah i think i think he drafts well um he doesn't you know make you know, a ton of trades but i think he is consistently up top so that would be my my three. So Pete, Pat, uh, JC, no certain order. But um, I'll ask the next question, to, or I'll ask all the questions that you guys up. So next question, question three of four. So who is your top three sports people of all time? Pat, oh. and we'll start out with you. Yes, so I'm going to go a little bit more old school here with my first one it's just as a kid i just remember reading a story about him and then he, he was even before my time though I remember reading a story about like his whole story and i was just kind of freaking amazed then luckily you started finding youtube videos about it and just god you know diego maradona he uh, he was a freaking soccer super, superstar back in the days he basically won two um, world championships for argentina basically a national hero he uh he was so good that there's there's clear footage where people legit just try to hurt him just because there was a point where if you didn't hurt him you were not going to win um so i think he was just so dominant then i i love i love shaq i think again i didn't really have a chance to watch a lot of this uh i didn't really i never really watched him play live or anything like that but just realizing how dominant he was his personality his whole story uh, he's a I enjoy watching him on the inside the NBA. It's fucking hilarious. 
And then I got to go with the GOAT in the, the sport that we all love, Tom Brady. It's just what he's done, no doubt. The ultimate winner right up there. I mean, yeah. I guess the ultimate winner is MJ. Six championships, six wins. But yeah, Brady, shit. He just kept doing it for so many years, no doubt. Okay. Nice. Call it, yeah, call it for, for my top three, I'm going to piggyback off that. First person I put down is Brady, too, you know. Seven rings, seemingly the best quarterback in, you know, the generation that we've all been watching football. Um, you know, one with different teams. Uh, the GOAT, not having a GOAT year this year, but we'll see what happens there. Um, next I got, yeah, next I got Dirk Nowitzki, the greatest Mav of all time, um, you know. He's on the rush more for, for Dallas sports, uh, greatest Maverick. You know, we'll see what Luca does with his whole career if he sticks around here. But, yeah, fade away, tongue out, Dirk with the, with the jumper. And then, you know, like Pat kind of alluded to at the end there, Michael Jordan, you know, six, six finals, six rings. Can't beat that. You know, got his own winner got his own logo and, and brand and he's the guy that everybody wants to be and looks up to so he's good. the biggest boss I feel like I feel like he's the biggest boss in sports like shit what a fucking king <laughs> yeah I take that personally <laughs> I took that personally so good uh, yeah so I'm gonna do three different sports kind of Similar to what you guys did for football, um, is Brian Dawkins, which is the line, like the greatest linebacker, or not linebacker, but safety for the Eagles. Um, love the dude, uh, the Wolverine. Um, just you know, he was a phenomenal big hitter, safety, and you know, really, really great person off the field as well. Um, just really enjoyed him. By far my all-time favorite eagle. Yeah, that fool would fuck you up. Cake. He would. And then he would literally, like, pray for you after the game. Like, he was a big, big Christian <laughs> guy. Um, he broke your and then, Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. Um, <laughs> I just remember, like, playing Madden. There was, like, I can't even remember what year it was. Probably, like, 2003. But, like, he had, like, the intro. He's like, do you feel that? The thing beating in your doggone chest. Do you feel that? That like that shit always like I would always let it play. Like you know you like click through the game to kind of. Not me. I played that shit. I want to <laughs> hear the whole thing every time. Um, and then uh, basketball. Obviously, this one's gonna be a kind of layup, but Kobe. Um, Kobe. Phil um, from high school ended up giving me the name, but huge. Kobe fan already, and then um, kind of solidified it. Um, every time I shot a three, he would yell, Kobe! Um, and then, obviously, the Chappelle show added to that as well. And so, easy. Um, and then baseball, um, Pudge Rodriguez would be um, probably my all-time favorite uh, baseball player. Like I just remember meeting him as like a kid um, and shaking his hand and like I was like the you know 
seven years old and shook his hand and was like, I'm never going to gonna wash his hand. I'm, I'm going to be a great baseball player. Uh, and I was right. Yep, still have <laughs> Yeah, um, and then my someone I want to mention, but most of my gamers can remember this, but Pablo off of Backyard Baseball and all the back, Backyard Sports, the little Hispanic boy that was like, phenomenal his stats were like crazy i don't know if anyone i know a lot of people listen to this right now are going to remember pablo dude was a beast um he was always my 101 in every every game um yeah next up last question we'll keep it moving before we sign it off but i want to hear a quick less than two minutes if it has to go over two minutes so be it but a funny story about someone or some buddies from our group. Let's hear it. Pat, you're up, dog. Oh, dang, you want to start with me? I'm not really sure what story I want to tell. Uh, we can um, start with Keith if you're not ready. Yeah, Keith, Keith's yeah ready, start with Keith. Ready to go. Yeah. All right. Go Keith. Yeah, I'll go ahead. So, uh, let's see. I think it was, I want to say like 2008. So, Cody, y'all's like senior year. And your boy, Andre, he had a early release and, you know, we were tied obviously and he'd come over and hang out and stuff randomly and he'd gotten out of class before I did because I was still like a sophomore. And I think he texts me or, you know, says like, you know, can he, he didn't want to have to like walk home all the way to like Dallas or find a ride. So he was just kind of like, you know, pop into my house and hang out there for like an hour or so till I got off school. And so he goes in there and at the time, uh, my brother, his girlfriend is like staying at the house and Andre doesn't think anybody's home. So all the doors are locked. He thinks, you know, nobody's home. <laughs> so this fool, what does he do? He, he doesn't want to like, he doesn't want to wait around or go somewhere else. So he's like, oh, let me sneak through a window. So you have this fool trying to sneak into, I think what was my room at the time, just opens up a window. And my brother's girlfriend is looking out the side door and just sees these little ass legs halfway, half this body, <laughs> half this body wiggling through the window. And she's flipping the, the freak out. And she calls my dad. She's like, there's somebody trying to break into the house. I don't know who this man is. And and my dad's like, you know, this small child. I don't know. Yeah, the small child is attacking us. And so <laughs> she she calls my dad, and my dad's like, you know, get out of the house and like call the police. And so she steps out and goes down the street a little bit and calls the police. You know, terrified for her life. She's this tiny little thing. You know, and um. Yeah, apparently, as Andre told it, uh, you know, he hears a knock at the door and then, you know, somebody opens up the door and he's walking down the hallway and he hears a freeze, put your hands up. And it's the cop <laughs> showed up, I think, pointing pointing a gun at him. And Andre's like, with his hands up, he's like, don't shoot, man, don't shoot. And um, yeah, my brother's girlfriend, like, finally you know, comes back and comes around the corner and the cop's like, you know, do you know this guy? She's like, oh my God, yes, it's Andre. And, <laughs> and yeah, so that was the time that 
Andre broke into my house and almost got shot by the police. So I told that fool this story, like, you know, I don't know, like a year or two ago. And it escaped his memory because I guess the the trauma put it out of his head because he did not remember. But I know that shit actually happened. (laughs) Well, you got people to confirm that story. So, yeah, (laughs) he's just trying. He's just trying not to. No, he would have definitely admitted it if you remember it. I believe that. (laughs) All right, well, I guess I'll tell my story then and kind of stay in the same genre. I'm going to go with uh, another kind of Dre story. So um, the first time I came back after after I was here that high school year, uh, I was I was staying with Smiley. He was back home from the Navy um, for like two two weeks or three weeks or however, how long I came for. So, um, you know, he was off. Uh, we stayed with his parents. It was pretty cool. So we would – Andre would throw these parties – Andre lived, lived at home as well. And then, um, oh, yeah. Oh, God, there's so many stories involved in this story. It's going to be hard to keep it down two minutes. Um, but basically, um, her neighbor was Kelly Bell at the time, as I think mm-hmm. people do remember. I hooked up with Kelly Bell in high school. No big deal at all. She came to the party. She had a new boyfriend at that time. I mean, Kelly was known to say that she liked hooked up with me and i think that maybe that boyfriend kind of knew maybe it was just a fucking jealous type so of course dumbass as i am she i'm standing outside and then she she comes outside and asks if i want to go come with her over to her house uh, she's just gonna put some fresh makeup on or whatever so i go over there don't think much about it just sit on her bed talking i i i don't think i really i didn't really think about if he knew uh, that we had hooked up and i didn't think much of it but he comes walking in. Of course, he sees this fucking little fucking Danish kid sitting on his girlfriend's bed, and he just looks so fucking pissed at me. I kind of freak out a little bit, so I'm just like, all right, I got to get out of here. So I just get back to the party. Uh, I don't remember how much longer after uh, that situation was, but he comes into the party, and he walks straight up to my face like he's ready to fucking fight me. Again, I'm definitely not a fighter. I've never been a fight. I'm not ever planning on being a fight. I'm a true lover. So, like, let, let, let's not, let me just be completely honest. I'm definitely a pussy when it comes to fighting. And I think my friends over here is well aware of that. So, basically, he comes up to my face, and then the party just gets completely quiet. And it was popping. It, it just gets quiet. Everyone kind of just looks what the fuck is about to go down. And then he kind of looks around and realizes that I'm surrounded by all my friends. So, he kind of just walks out again. Nothing more comes of it. And then, of course, I get drunk, and then I start shit talking. So I talk all about, yeah, if you would have done anything, I whooped his ass, all this shit, right? Of course, there's some people that snitch at the party, tells them all these things. <laughs> so later on, I'm hanging out. I think we were hanging out at mixed place or something. He basically fucking calls up Dre and start, and I'm with Dre at this time. He basically just starts saying all this shit about, yeah, you better tell your boy to put his hands up next time I see him because I'm coming for him. All this shit talking he did, he better be ready to back that shit up. And I and Dre's telling me all this shit. I'm not kidding you. I straight up just freak out. I start start bawling out. I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Like, like, in my mind, you have to remember, in my mind, I still don't really know enough about America except that people. You know, okay, it, from a Danish view, people in America are fucking crazy. They love to use their fucking weapons, knives, whatever, right? So in my mind, I'm just like, okay, what have I just got myself into? I don't even give a shit about this girl. So basically, Dre is just like, okay. I got to fix this real quick because I don't want to see my homie this way. He's saying, but is just straight up fucking, hey, I'm going to take care of this. He calls up Zach Wagner. 
<laughs> this is this is basically what happened. Fucking, he calls up Zach and he's just like, dude, um, this, you know, what what the hell was his name? I can't even remember his name now. Uh, the guy that was kind of threatening me, I wanted to fight me, but whatever. He's saying, hey, you know, this guy, he's clearly trying to, he's saying all this shit to Patrick and stuff. Patrick is kind of freaking out. What do you think we should do? Zach, all he says is, hey, uh, just let me give him a, let me handle this. He calls out this fucking guy and he's basically like, hey, you know, I kind of like you and shit like this, but just so you're aware, Patrick is my boo, is my boy, and you probably know you don't want to mess with the twins talking about his hands. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I never fucking heard from that guy again. Later on, on while I'm still there, Dre comes driving home, and that idiot is outside the house. Dre fucking speeds up, park his car, and runs after that fool with, a, like, a stick or something to try. <laughs> like, this fool tried to fucking just ran in. I never heard anything about it again. And I'm telling that story just to say I think that has a big reason to do with why I think I moved over here because that's the kind of people that, you know, you kind of have over here. It's just like, hey, let me just have you completely back. And I never I never had to deal with any shit, and I was definitely worried about that coming over here. So appreciate you, boys. <laughs> Cody, you muted, bro. It doesn't work. You can't unmute. Oh, shit. all right. Can you hear me? Yeah, now we can. Yep. Okay. Well, for whatever reason, hopefully this still stays recorded. <laughs> Is it saying recording right now for y'all? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Still recording. Hopefully it still <laughs> records. Um, just for it's you know almost eleven thirty at night. I'll be somewhat quick. I got two really quick stories. One. Uh, one of the very first times I ever went to Keaton's house, which uh, I was best friends with Alan Blackman, um, we would go down to Corey's house to only play basketball in the y'all's backyard. This fool yep. showed us, and I kid you not, this is like one of the very first times I ever hung out with Corey, and I was like, I don't know if I should ever hang out with this kid. Uh, but I, <laughs> for whatever reason, did not change. Uh, he showed us a beheading of a u.s soldier and i thought it was like fake like the first thing and he was like tell me how awesome this is and it was a (laughs) taliban guy cutting off an american soldier's head and i just remember sitting there like what the fuck is wrong with this guy and that was the first time i ever went to your house keaton true story um for whatever reason i came back again and again um we played basketball a lot and swim in your pool and got in your jacuzzi. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> and then the other story I have, which I feel like a good majority of the people um, in this, you know, listening to this was present during this, minus the, probably the two guys listening to this, or my co host. But uh, it was my 18th birthday. I finally convinced my mom to buy beer. I told her, hey, mom, I want. Um, we're gonna go to JC's uncle's house in uh, gosh Paris, Texas, I think it was. And my mom bought us a. I told her I was like, "Hey, mom, you need to get Keystone <laughs> or, Co- or Cooper's Light." And this bitch comes out. I kid you not. My mom comes out with because I, I told her. 
Oh no. No. Do we just lose him? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're back now. Yeah, yeah we hear. You. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay, yeah. so my mom comes out with two thirty packs of bush light, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "I like literally was like, no, that shit's gross." <laughs> She comes out. She's like, "I'm not going back in there." Um, I thought I was having a big party, and I'm like, "So, like, I just remember showing up to this party, which I had to provide them beer for my own party, which was a damn shame." But anyways, we get to to Paris um, or wherever the hell we are, and it's JC's uncle's trailer, um, and it's in like in the middle of nowhere, and. I just remember getting, everyone getting like super drunk because you know if you ever had Bush, it's straight piss. It's dog piss. It's gross. Uh, but yeah, eighteen, and it was somewhat free for everybody else, minus me. But anyways, uh, I just remember getting drunk. Two little things I remember is for some reason Dean got like stripped down, dressed straight to his boxers, and I saw like that. <laughs> the outline of his penis in his boxers and I just remember looking at him going it is not true about what black, they say about black people and I just remember like walking off and hitting like a wall because I was very intoxicated and then walking out the door and Victor coming up to me being very drunk and saying hey let's fuck with Lo- or Mick at the time he's Mick um, and I was like hell yeah let's do it and so he, he says um I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something to him, and or you you start talking to him, and I'll come behind him and fuck him up. And I'm like, okay, this dude's sitting in a lawn chair, and Vic comes behind the lawn chair. This is like one of those plastic one, and kicks oh, the no, lawn not chair, kicks it, breaks not both the of the back, yeah, kicks both of the back legs. Oh fuck. <laughs> Um, and we're like joking around so he kicks the back legs obviously low falls to the ground and then Vic in his drunkenness goes no one messes with Cody and literally grabs the chair and chunks it across the yard which there were like these Christmas lights and I just remember him busting the lights and and, um, us going like the next day to try to go to like an Ace Hardware to to find a fucking light bulb for a freaking Christmas lights that this trailer, for whatever reason, had. And that would be my quick story. And so, for me, for Pat, for Keith, we are the XF Fantasy Football Podcast. Fellas, I appreciate you. You guys got anything quick to say? Go for it. Uh, Yeah, thank you for having me on. Uh, I think this is going to be the last time this year is my third or fourth time, so Time for someone else to step up. I've been on here more than the freaking host themselves has been. So I love you boys, but we start to get tired here at night. At night. <laughs> Welcome to fatherhood. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. Yep. I just want to say thanks, guys. This was fun. This is actually my first podcast. So hopefully I'll be back and not be uh, not be the lurker just listening to him. So. <laughs> in, in the back, in the dark. Dang, is this is this your first again, time being we on? Appreciate. Yep, yeah. first time. Oh wow! Okay, shit. Ever? Mm-hmm. 
Damn. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Damn. I feel like we should have done a bigger intro now. <laughs> no, I know that. Oh, no, shit. It's you an old me. I was going to out all the sounds and all the... Well, pew, 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 pew. I apologize for my audio. <laughs> all right, you got it. Uh, for real, thank you, guys. I appreciate both of you guys. Until right, next good. week. Good luck, yeah. everyone. Later. See you.